My name's Colin. This is Stu. This is the Evil G Podcast. It might be episode 30. I never check. That hello sounded like it took a lot of effort out of you. I, yeah, I don't know what that was. Oh, sorry about that. Hello, you bastards. <laughs> it is episode 30. Sweet. That's a nice round number. That's over half a year. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Are you, are you surprised <laughs> that we'll actually be able to keep it going? Uh, a wee bit. I, our, I'm very proud of our commitment to this. Mm. I had no doubt. the world's most exciting podcast, but we are, uh, we're, we're, um, uh, Exc- what's the word? How do you make a podcast exciting? You just no, because then you try too hard, uh, and you end up being fucking some arsehole just screams down a microphone. <laughs> Whoa! Hey guys! Hey I'm so excited! Yeah. And you're like, no, I can't listen to this. As in, no, we just hate everything I said. That's not fair, we don't do that. <laughs> no, no, we don't do that either. We just talk the way people talk, I think. I just, just shout at scalpers. Yeah, we shout at scalpers, and we shout at uh, asshole wrestling fans. Smarks, that's the word. Fuck you're smarks. A, you're a smark. <clears throat> Isn't everyone smart since like everyone knows that wrestling's not quote unquote real? Nah, but I think you know smarts are those guys that try and be all, oh, if this uh, doesn't go right, this will hurt him, and this will do this. And you're like, shut up, watch the show. <laughs> Just shut up, watch the show. All right, Just watch it. Stop trying to predict what this means in six months' time. Who fucking cares? You're not the writer. You've no idea what these people are thinking. Just watch what's happening on screen now. <laughs> You're yeah, so busy yakking, you missed that amazing top rope suplex, you idiot. People, people like fantasy books. You do it too. I've known, known you to I have asked your indulge, opinion on what you would think would happen. Indulge in some fantasy booking. That's grand. Yeah, but I don't get all upset if it doesn't happen. Oh, no. Don't do <laughs> that. that. That's the, 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 don't get your own headcanon and think this is how it's going to go. Because then you end up with The Last Jedi and shit like that. I think WWE just puts people in that mind frame of um, everything shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can't. There is a lot. Uh, more wrestling later because we had a, it was a big wrestling weekend. Um, it was indeed. We just got a couple of video game stories that are worth talking about um first very quickly forza horizon 5 came out and i've been mm. playing that and it's very good as expected yeah it, it's the horizon games are very good it doesn't make much changes to the formula but it's um it's well, a whole big new map isn't it yeah so it's in mexico this time which is a lot more interesting exciting than uh the fucking UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a you get a lot uh, bigger, you know, selection of different sort of areas. You know, there's desert, there's tropical beach, there's um, there's like mountainous forested areas. Whereas um, ah. in Horizon Four, everything was kind of just the same. Because, you know... I'm guessing, you know, everything was just fields and country Aye. roads. Oh, fields, country roads, and a bit of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of Edinburgh. Yeah, well, you can't put all of Edinburgh in there. It'll be crazy. Yeah, true. I know. Wait a minute. 
Were we not featured in Forza Horizon? We're part of the UK. No. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. You can't, can't do that. Even Ride has us in it. You've got the Northwest 200. Yeah, but that's a very famous uh, motorbike race. So, you know. Cars do it sometimes. In games. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, it's not it's not an exact. Um, I would say it, it was based on the uh, the English yeah. slash Scottish countryside. I don't know if any of it was supposed to be Wales as well, but this one's Mexico, which um, yeah, it just looks a lot cooler. Um, done a good job at like they work with uh, the Mexican tourist board to do a good job of sort of representing the different parts of, of Mexico. Because, oh, nice. you know, everyone thinks Mexico. They think desert, dusty, everything's yellow or you orange. You think Rodriguez movies. Yeah, whereas this is like, yeah, no, yeah, there's, yeah. Like, there's like tropical beaches. There's these places that look like, you know, California, which makes sense. Mm. Um, True. And, and uh, it's, uh, and of course you've got, you know, driving the cars. Which is uh, pretty cool. <laughs> um, now, nah, Forza Horizon has always done a really good job of. I think they nail that that balance of arcadey racing versus simmy racing. Um, mm-hmm. Like you can jack up the sim stuff if you want, but uh, you can also turn it, you know, turn all the assists off, the traction control, and all that, and just bomb about if you so wish. Um, yeah. And this this one's uh, the same. Um, a few problems on PC early on, um, where I couldn't actually boot it up because of my antivirus software. Oh. They have since fixed that. Um, okay. But yeah, I highly recommend that, but that's not saying much. Uh, like, I, like I said, I, I love these games, and yeah, this is another one of those. And it's on Game Pass, so like if you're... If you have Game Pass, there's no reason not to. Mm. Uh, That's very damn cool. There's a couple other releases that we haven't played that came out this week. Um, So that uh, GTA, the Trilogy Definitive Edition, came out. Um, It has not gone down well. No, It's like they somehow took... And this isn't like just people hating on it. This is like people really pissed that this game is not playing anywhere near the way it should. Yeah, three three working games and they managed to make them all not work. <laughs> I don't know how they did that. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of problems. Now, we haven't played that. I've seen a video of someone playing GTA 3 and all the dialogue's fucked up. It's like... It, it, it sounds like... You know the um, the pitch of it is is turned way down, so everyone's like, "Oh, like, so what's going on there?" Um, yeah, I've you... seen a glitch in San Andres where a guy gets so far into the game, and every time he tries to start a particular mission, the game will just crash. Like mm. he'll he'll close it down, he'll start it up again, he'll walk to where you have to go to this mission, it'll start to load, and then it just crashes. And apparently, the I seen it on the Reddit where it wasn't just him. There was about three hundred people all replied with like wee videos of the same thing happening. Yeah, so San Andreas, you can only get so far, I guess. 
this seems to have been like a really low effort release for Rockstar. Like it's um, did the bare minimum, um, and it shows <laughs> really. And it That's shocking. How the you... worst thing is, is they removed the originals from sale for this. Yep. And if you look at some of the the screenshots as well, uh, like what I'm saying, GTA Three looks fine. Um, it's GTA Three, but with lighting. Um, but the San yeah. Andreas stuff, yeah. I, it kind of looks worse than the original. Obviously, it's going to be a higher resolution. Um, and then when you like those games that that didn't weren't in a you know 1080 resolution before, once you jack them up, they they will tend to look bad. So you sort of have to do some work to them. But in this mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, it's it's a weird art direction um, that they, they've gone down that doesn't necessarily look better. Um, mm. So I don't know the reasons for that. Um, but they, if you look at the some of the mods that got shut down, there was a, a <laughs> mod that was basically remastering um, San Andreas. It actually looks a lot better than, than this official release. Um. Yeah, and it had a load of PC bullshit as well, where they had to take the whole thing down. And I think they 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 done that on the PlayStation as well. Did they? So the the reason they they, had to take it down. The reason they did it on PC is because um, there's like 47 tracks on the soundtrack that they didn't renew the rights for for whatever reason. Um, But they didn't remove them from the actual code. They were just like. (sighs) They were locked. still in there. They were just locked out, so modders could go in and get them. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the hot coffee code yes. is still in it, which I it was still in there. I I like to believe they did that on purpose. Yep. I I hope they did that on purpose. Um, I think the reason they took it off the PlayStation is people were downloading it, and it just wouldn't boot up. Well, <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah, um, apparently it's a, a yeah, bunch they had of... to take it down for a couple of hours and put it back on again and then tell people to re-download it. Mm. Aye, so that's... Uh, a bit of a mess. But shite, and you can't buy the originals now unless you go Aye. look for them on disc. It's mad to think, though, that, you know, these games that are beloved were just sort of... They they threw a sort of what they think is a better looking uh, tin of paint on it and and just threw it out there. It's very for Rockstar. It's shockingly bare minimum work. <clears throat> I don't like, know. They used to put a, I don't know why studios insist on doing stuff like it. I can I can get get out for these games because they're gonna look really dated. But Square Enix is a wild habit of re releasing their older stuff. Um, like. You know, from the 2D days, like Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And doing this weird pixel smoothing shit that looks awful. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, smooth things. I don't know what you're trying to do. If if you want to go for that hand-drawn look, then hand-draw the fucker from scratch. Go back and start again. Fuck um, yeah, hand-drawn's amazing. Yeah, that's... So that's a, a bit shitty. It wouldn't be as bad On if they top of all this, so sorry. What? It's the fucking money they're looking for it. 
much is it? I haven't even looked. I had no intention of buying like, it anyway. Like, so. It's 55 lids on the PlayStation. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, you, I bet you can go on to, well, you could, sorry, sorry. You, you could go on to Steam when the originals were there and probably pick them up for about three or four pound each. Um, yeah, you probably could. I think the and I place... know when they were on the PlayStation, they were like maybe seven pound each. I think the only place you can buy this on uh, on PC is from the, oh, the, like the, the Rockstar Rockstar's store. launcher. Fox. Um, I'm actually checking right now. Yeah, it's not on here. Here, here's well, I'm the, the there's gonna be fifty five lids on each one. Here's the stupid fucking thing. Um, is the Grand Theft Auto Five and Four still on here? Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto Two are on here. Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Um, they've just taken off three Vice City and San Andreas then for this. Shit, definitive collection. Oh, it is. Is this? Uh, can you not actually get this? There's, there's no. There's no play button or download button. Because I know they had the the first two Grand Theft Autos for free. For ages. Um, mm. Actually, no. You you can't buy any Grand Theft Autos on Steam. Oh fuck! Right. Uh, just. Oh yeah, you can buy five. Of course, you can buy five. You buy shark cards. Buy some shark cards. Come on, everyone, uh, buy shark uh, cards. Fucking ch- pay your way to trolling the fucking people. God, I hate uh, GTA Online. <laughs> what a fucking shit show <laughs> that, that game is. I mean, fuck me. Like, at least they supported it. Well, that's true, but you should not be able to, uh, like, just buy, because it only has that one currency that you can buy with real money, and you use that to buy everything, you can just go in and buy one of them dumbass fucking flying bikes, and then it's impossible, it, if you want to do something, then it's impossible, um, without getting attacked by, people just troll them, by dickheads, griefers, Fucking pricks. Mm. Mm. Um, other than that, the game would be fun. That's the thing that makes that game not fun. Like the heist and all are, are cool, and it's it's cool uh, fucking about your friends in that world. It's the other players that make it unbearable. So there you go. I guess and didn't they recently change it so you can't do private servers as well? Yeah, uh, there used to be a way you could bug your way into like a private server with you and your friends, and uh, a guy did that. Actually, mod. be able to do things. Yeah, they accidentally did this, um, and the guy, but a guy made a mod, uh, basically getting rid of the load times because it had really shitty load times as well, and a modder fixed this. But the problem is, it, it also um, <laughs> closed up that exploit where you could get a wow. private server, which is a shame. Um, Oops. So another game sort of came out <laughs> to another sort of dodgy release. So if you were willing to give EA a bit of extra money... Um, 90 quid. So that's like an extra 20 quid. 
Yes. Because so they were they're charging seventy for the base game. We'll take it as that. So mm-hmm. if you paid ninety, you got the season passes for the first year. Battle um, passes, I. All right, the battle passes for the first year, um, and you got it a week early. Now, I I really hate the idea of getting a game a week early if you pay more because that's you're not actually getting. That's like the 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 publisher just holding up the game to see how much money they can get out of you, which is basically what it is. Mm. I don't feel so bad about this since this game seems to be not finished <laughs> and then mm. paid extra to get it is now having a grand old time with all sorts of issues um mm. mostly on xbox um yeah yeah we're obviously talking about battlefield 2042 did i not even say what the game was not yet fucking great <laughs> <laughs> i'm good at this um yeah so battlefield uh 2042 uh sort of kind of came out um its official release date is this friday um and Mm. and this one which is early access i guess um but it's only a week away so uh, how much of the problems uh, is going to be fixed by the time by the time this comes out on friday Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, so the, I think that this is just a first weekend stuff. So you know you, you've you've had matchmaking issues, um, sort of. The, There's been the kind of rubber banding and things uh, like that. Um, the network stuff. Well, this is the thing. You, t- you take a game like Battlefield, which has a very dynamic map. You have a hundred odd players in it. Those servers are going to be working their asses off to try and send out all that information to all these players with all their different internet connections, with all their different internet speeds. You are going to run into problems like but th- that. But this is why they did the beta test and all that. Yeah. They, they did these but- tests already, so... That's thing. Can you really learn a lot out of a 48 hour beta test well if you can't get everything you need do it more don't be all like here give us an extra 20 quid and you can play it early and then mm. we'll see everything falling apart and uh, and then fix it in time for when so basically else. here's the real beta test <laughs> it's kind of like pay us to be a tester which is usually a job you would be getting paid for yeah and I know it's kind like, of like what Elden Ring did uh, there recently. They says, right, here's a network test. Just sign up for it. That's free. Yeah. And I think it lasted a week. Yeah. Um, there was there was guys that have like done, you know, 70 hours um, mm. in, in that game. Um, and by all reports, it's fucking amazing. Um, yep. Yeah. So. I guess we could talk about that as well, but there's not much to talk about. I didn't get into it, so um, scalpers were selling keys, but fuck those guys. Jesus Christ! Can't, of course they were. We can't have everything; they ruin everything. Wow. Um, but yeah, that, that's the. There's a a lot of videos on YouTube about Elden Ring, um, the prolific 
Souls YouTubers, uh, such as mm. Vadi Vidya, um, guy Iron Pineapple, doing giving their thoughts on on what they played so far, um, and yeah, it, it looks it looks like everything you want. It looks like uh, the a culmination of everything they've learned from doing three Dark Souls games, a Bloodborne game, and a Sekiro game, and it's all just this is. This is the product of all of that come together, um, and the, uh, the like the weapon arts um, from Dark Souls Three. Remember those? Uh, they seem to be a lot, yep. a lot more powerful this time. A, a, a bigger core part, and you can you can switch them out uh, in your weapons. Like you get ones for defeating bosses and stuff, and you can apply new ones to to different weapons. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I know the one video I was watching, and one of the the bosses taken. I had this um, uh, dual blades, you know, like a blade staff. You spin about Darth Maul type shit. Um, yep. And its weapon art he had on it basically stunlocked the boss. Um. Jesus. So yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of balancing done. Um. But it it looks so cool because you, you get the the first open world area. There's all these different places to go explore. You can get attacked by dragons just riding around outside, or or bosses just just you know roaming around the open world part. And there's all these wee dungeons where you go in, and each of them dungeons will have its own boss. But then that's not even that's all side stuff. Then the main part is the big mm. fucking castle with the big fuckers that got the the main bosses in it. Um, so it looks like it's gonna there's gonna be a lot in it. Um. And a, and a lot of lot of stuff to to play with from um, you know with the changing up the gear and the, the weapon art stuff. Well, might not actually have to put points in to get the you know the blue bar. Hi, because I never ever bored when that stuff. I Same. never bored with magic or anything. So, um, head him with a big club. I have to approach this one a bit differently. Um, but yeah, the battlefield. Uh, I do have this ordered, because um, I did, well, yeah, I still do want to play it. I want to try that portal mode. Um, yeah, you, um, so very quickly, obviously last week I was saying I was going to avoid these NFT-based companies, um, and you, I think you were right. I think I may have jumped the gun a bit quick. Yeah. It uh, seems that, seems a lot of them have sort of went, uh, maybe not, hey. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we were talking afterwards, and uh, like I did listen to some other people, um, some other podcasts. Uh, and Terry's going around like y- you have to take this stuff with a grain of salt because it's on an investor call, um, and because NFTs are all over the place at the minute. Um, you know, a dumbass shareholder is going to go, "What's your plan for NFTs?" Um, and this is them sort of probably trying to shut that down. Um, by going, oh, NFTs are the future. We are looking into it. And that's the end of that conversation. And hopefully it'll go mm-hmm. away by the next investor call. Because, um, yeah, if you really think about it, if you think of any application for NFTs or blockchain stuff in EA games and Ubisoft games, it's nothing they couldn't already do now. And it would yeah, it, it would be... It would work against them. Mm. Like... Uh, there's, there's talks about you know about oh games themselves could be an NFT and then you could sell you, you know your secondhand digital game. It's like what the fuck is a secondhand digital game? 
It's like there's yep. there's already infinite copies of this game theoretically, and mm. it's like what way does do you buy a second hand digital copy? <laughs> Why the fuck does that work? Um, and even like these these guys like Sony right now could do that without blockchain, without NFT, without the games being an NFT because they know the games you own. They own. They know the games mm-hmm. they that you purchase. So if they wanted to like say, asked you 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 bought. Um, Let's say you, you bought Battlefield on on the uh, PlayStation Store Just, and you haven't played yep. it in six months. We'll give you a tenner and take it off your library. Um, maybe like that, that that. But you could do that now without blockchain. Yeah, you, know? you could. Yeah. But obviously, as you say, Sony would obviously think to themselves, "Why the fuck would we want to do that?" <laughs> I would I, look. No I, I for us. The thing is, is I wouldn't put it past them because they, the true, true. The way you think of this is that if they give you right, so you buy that game for seventy pound, and then you play it, and then you stop playing it, and then they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we'll give you, we'll give you a tenner," which is like a huge fucking drop off. You might be like, "Ah," and they'll probably say, "Oh, you haven't played it in this long," and you'd be like, oh, "Well, I'm probably never going to play this again. I may as well get back a tenner of my money." It's better than the seventy pound that's gone, um, mm-hmm. and then they might count on you like down the line, being like, "Oh, I really want to play Battlefield again and, and buy exactly. having to buy it again." So, like, you could see them maybe trying to do shit like that, um, but it does Aye. it doesn't need NFTs to do it. Nope. Well, hopefully, uh, the last time we discuss NFTs, probably not, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb it's it's fucking gift that keeps on giving now you know, really talk is. about really stupid stuff um speaking of really stupid stuff and wrestling yeah in the best possible way of course in the um, best possible way so it's a big weekend for AEW. um pay-per-view happens full gear we only get four of these Aww. a year so it always feels like a big deal um but first, uh, let's quickly talk about what happened on Dynamite and Rampage, since these were the two shows, uh, what we call go-home shows, um, to mm-hmm. set up uh, full gear. Now, we were pretty much, everything was set up already, um, but this was just to, to get you excited for the, for the, the big show. Um, and on Dynamite, we actually got um, a bit of the Forbidden Door stuff with Rocky Romero taking on Brian Danielson. Um, Brilliant. We found out that... So Rocky Romero is from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's part of a faction called Chaos, which is led by um, Okada. Um, and the best friends, Orange Cassidy, uh, Wheeler Yuta, Chuck Taylor, Chris Statlander... Uh, we're all invited to join Chaos, which they have. Uh, and then Brian Danielson had a match with Rocky Romero, and it was very, very good. It uh, was. Which, uh, th- this time, Danielson wins with a Tequila Sunrise, um, which <laughs> Romero tapped out so fast. Very fast. Um. 
Yeah, so that was a real funny, uh, funny, fun, fun match. Uh, those two guys know each other really well. Um, yeah, they they've been weren't they both in that uh, indie documentary? I guess two of them. I think so. That Cole Cabana did maybe. Yep. Um. Yeah, then we uh, get Tony Schiavone interviewed in Inner Circle, um, but we don't get an interview with the Inner Circle. Instead, we get a beatdown from American Top Team, um, <laughs> and Lambert powerbombing Jericho through a table with a lot of help from Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, again, good wee final uh, setup for their uh, 10-man match. Uh, full yeah, gear. I think this is when Ethan Page announced that basically the men of the year in American Top Team's goal was to have Lambert pin Jericho. Yeah, he he said that on the that pre-taped um, promo oh, where, right. where Lambert was in the background on the phone trying to get a get out of the contract. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're planning on having Lambert pin Jericho. We'll see. Um, let me get the trios tag match, which this kind of sets up, um, kind of sets up uh, a match for the pre-show, but kind of not at the same time. Well, there's two of the people from the pre-show match are in this. Mm. Uh, so we've got Britt Baker, Jimmy Hader and Rebel, that's her crowd, uh, versus Anna J, Tay Conti and Thunder Rosa. Tay Conti will be challenging Britt Baker, um, and... Then on the the pre-show for full gear we get uh, Jimmy Hader um, and Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa and Sheeta. Um, obviously, the Sheeta will be facing Nyla Rose in in that TBS tournament as well. So, yeah, it all makes sense. And Thunder Rosa will be facing Jimmy Hader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- this. Uh, this is a decent wee match again. Sets up, um, yep. makes Ty look like a big threat. Um, Brits, yeah, to uh, the point where Brit leaves Rebel to be sacrificed. Yeah. Basically, she's done that before. <laughs> she will do yep. it again. Um, yep. Yeah, just left left Rebel to to get fucked up by by Ty. Um, yeah, it's really, pretty much you, you knew by this one. It's like. Um, well, we we already kind of knew who's who's winning the title match, but uh, that sort of definitely <laughs> tells you who's winning it. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens, um, not great, great match um, because it's Anthony Bowens and Jungle Boy. Because uh, yep. Anthony Bowens is, is great, I, I he's Fantastic. definitely going to be a future star um, as well as you know. Everyone talks about Jungle Boy and uh, MJF and that, but. I think Anthony Bones. He got there a bit later, but Jesus Christ, he's he's, he he's real good. It's crazy how much he reminds me, uh, even facially and body wise, of EC3. That with EC3's current look and Ring of Honor, well, mm. the, the the now gone Ring of Honor. But if you've seen EC3 these days, just take a look at him, then quickly look at Anthony Bones. You're like, Jesus, somebody copied somebody here. <laughs> I can I can. S- uh, like I haven't seen a, a, a ton of EC3 stuff, but um, yeah, the the look definitely mm-hmm. I, I can see where we're coming from there. <clears throat> um, 
I can't even remember who actually won that match. Guess it, it was <laughs> Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Yeah, the, the and then Bobby track. Fish attacked him. Oh yeah, because Bobby Fish is working with the the elite now. Mm-hmm. He's working with Adam Cole. Yeah, and that's undisputed. <laughs> Jesus, and what did you think of that? The um, they did that several times in commentary, and they kept like making the yeah you know, the the double entendre sort of undisputed references. Well, it's just for, for for anyone who maybe wasn't too sure why the hell Bobby Fish and Adam Cole will be working together. It's just them sort of going, I they know each other. And we're sort of making it obvious how they know each other, folks. This isn't just randomly slapped together. Please pick up on this hint. Yeah, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish were in a faction together in NXT called the Undisputed Era. Um, so, yeah, they keep making jokes about that, but fair enough. Uh, it's not like they're mocking the company. They're just sort of going, no, 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 this no. is how they know each other, but we're not allowed to outright say it. <laughs> uh, Wardlow and Wheeler Yuta up next. Um, oh, I d- I'm not sure that Wheeler Yuta uh, botches a move on purpose here, um, but then he got powerbombed for like three days straight. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fuck me, eh? That's what I've noticed. If, that's, that's what I do enjoy about uh, Wardlow. If someone sort of, you know, genuinely makes a mistake, he will sort of make it look like, oh, you fucked up, but now I've got to eat you because you've made a mistake. Ha ha ha, I'm going to capitalize. Where some people, you know, obviously if a mistake happens, they sort of do that thing where they freeze for a second and go, ah, oh, what do I do? Or Wardlow just grabs you and goes, yeah, I'm going to make it look like you made a mistake and I'm going to eat you. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. It was like a, a weird slip uh, when he was trying to do, I'm, I'm guessing he was going to do a backflip out of the... Out of the corner. Um, now, uh, you'll notice Wardlow um, appealing to the crowd here. Because they were asking yeah. for another powerbomb, and he did another powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder I'm why he you. would do that. It's coming soon. Uh, um, and Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh. just, just Matt Hardy happened then. Um. Yeah, he he does. Orange Cassidy is uh is and Chuck Taylor there as well, and Matt Hardy comes in and with his cronies beats him up and does a twist of fate on the chair. Uh, the Matt Hardy stuff is so done with, like it's been going too long. It's like there's been so many matches where you're like, all right, this must this must be it, like the hair match. This has to be. This has to be. This has to be. But nope. Nope. Um, so we we get uh, a bit of backstage footage of Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, um, going out in the car park. <laughs> There's a hilarious part where Eddie Kingston is like, they're all boys holding the back, and then you just suddenly see Eddie Kingston running, like sprinting across the car park. But it's like he's got a real weird gait. It looks like a wee <laughs> fucking five year old one running away from his ma. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was JR said there's been a jailbreak there's been a jailbreak <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant yeah uh, they, uh, no it's said it many times but though these two have done such a good job in such a short amount of time of making mm. this match of theirs huge huge deal um, yeah Next up, we have a great match. Uh, Lee Moriarty and uh, Matt Seidel versus Dante Martin and Leo Rush. 
excellent match. Leo Rush defies the laws of fucking physics. So does Dante yep. Martin. This was like, his button. in-ring debut, wasn't it? Um, on Dynamite. Remember, he was on aye, the aye. he was the the Joker for the ladder match. I didn't get to show off a lot of his um, well, his talent there because it was did, a ladder match, and there were so many people in the uh, ring. He, he did a wee bit, or no, it wasn't a ladder match. It was the Battle Royale. Sorry, Battle Royale. Sorry. Um, yeah, and he went went out really early. Uh, but the the stuff Leo Rush can do is like it's his speed on the ground that's that's so impressive. The way he does like all the mm. wee direction changes when he's running the ropes and stuff, and no one else really does stuff like that. So yeah. it it looks really weird when he does it, and you're like, how the f- what 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 did I what just happened? And he does <laughs> it so fast, and yeah, he's it's gonna be good. Um, so that's a and that's an hour win for Dante Martin with Leo Rush. No shenanigans this time. No shenanigans. I that was the big thing. Um, but I think shenanigans will happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, jumping on ahead a bit here though, but Dante Martin is starting to get offers from all over the place to join <laughs> different people. Hi. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that that whole thing's taking a bit of a, a weird turn. Not bad, but uh, unexpected. Just making Dante look like he's uh, very impressive and everybody wants to work with him. Mm. Oh, I definitely is making him look like a superstar. Um, then we get another amazing match. Um, it's Dax Harwood from FTR versus Pac. Yeah. What a match, hey? This was a good one. Pack chops people so hard he rips their chest open. Yeah. That was crazy. I wonder how that happened. I got some crazy fucking spots in this set. The top rope aye. brain buster, I guess, to be called out. Jesus. Uh, I, that, that how was Pack doesn't nuts. kill someone doing that. But then I the only thing I can think of, you know the way Pack is such a wee human tank? Hmm. Do you think it's him that's taking the majority of that? Just the size of his shoulders and his arms. He's just—he's the one actually you're landing on. I—I uh, I don't know. I—I I have no idea how to take a brain buster. <laughs> so, mm. uh, but it's—it—it um, sure as hell looks impressive. Um, Hi. And uh, it, it, pro- it was probably like that. Oh shit! Moment of this match. Mm. Um. So we, we get. Uh, we've, uh, we get interference, obviously, because it's um, uh, it's FTR. Facts. Um, Aye. And uh, who the fuck won this again? It was Pack. We a brutalizer. That's right. Yeah. Because so, your uh, mom was on the outside, sort of reaching for him, and he was just away from the ropes. I, I just re- reading through the the notes for this match. It doesn't actually say who won. <laughs> Jesus, I was like, I can remember. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of wrestling this weekend, so uh, yeah. Cash Wheeler comes out well, after the the brutalizer. Um, then we get the lights out. Malachi Black, uh, Andrade Alido come out, um, and then the Lucha Bros come running out, Cody Rhodes comes down from the crowd, don't know what he was doing up there, but um, <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, and this sets up uh, another match. Um, don't announce it at the time, but we get the, the last minute edition of Cody Rhodes and Pac, which is an odd pairing, uh, versus Andrade and Malachi. Poor full mm. gear. Uh, and then the main event of Dynamite, which was not a match, but a contract signing. Um, and if you know anything about wrestling, you know that if there's a contract signing, t- t- someone's going to get Shit's fucked going up. Down. Um, yeah, so th- this was pretty good uh, promos. Uh, Omega and Hangman Page. Uh, cutting on each or um yeah cool but with uh, page talking about uh, another tag team partner omega couldn't oh. measure up to making a little reference to kodo ibushi you gonna say something there <laughs> no i just i was it was absolutely fantastic i, I was whenever he said it, i was blown away that it was even brought up yeah um Couple of things we get the uh, Omega saying, uh, "I wish you could share your excitement, but I'm a little sad." Hangman, uh, we were friends, we were partners. If it wasn't for your insecurities, this could be all yours. Uh, we were the ones in the lead who put you back up on your horse when you fell off the saddle. I saw a bit of myself in you, but how wrong was I? And then Paige, I look cross ring, I see the best bite machine. You told me a lot of lies, but the biggest lie you ever told me last year was a full gear when you said you were proud of me you aren't proud of me you're afraid of me i'll beat you and i'll become the aw world champion this saturday <laughs> it's a, like this really confident hangman is 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 really really cool after the two years i have you know doubting himself all the time yep um yeah then after that uh one of the cameramen hits page with his camera <laughs> to reveal that he is Don Callis who was wearing a face mask but then under the face mask was wearing a <laughs> fake mustache and beard for whatever reason um, you always have to have that little extra but <laughs> uh, they uh, Hangman gets busted open and uh, Omega signs the contract in Paige's blood <sighs> lovely what a way to finish um so on to rampage get a couple of matches here we do get um can't mind if it was the first part but the best part of rampage was just that backstage part with hangman again and the uh oh, super click uh, uh if you lay a finger on me i will end you <laughs> just probably just warning them not to get involved and it's just, he just uh, again the confidence. He's just cool as fuck right now, and um, yep. I it's it's great. Uh, then we get uh, matches because we have to have wrestling matches in a wrestling show. Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is on a fucking tear at the minute. How he's doing some it really, really just really good matches. Um, he doesn't even have to win that. I don't think he's actually yeah. won that many matches, but no, he's no, just putting no. on absolute classics. Like he, he does a couple on like you know he'll be on dark and elevation, and he'll you know he'll he'll beat um, some young people and or yep. uh, you know just to keep the record going, and then he'll go in the big shows and he'll make someone look great. And in this point, it was uh, Jungle Boy. Um, 
again, Jungle Boy will uh, win him with that snare trap. It looks really good. Uh, I love what the way he does it, though. You know when someone kicks out of a pin and he immediately reaches for the leg and snare traps them when yeah. they kick out? Because it's, obviously they're kicking out. They've lifted their leg to kick out, so he's just wrenching the leg then and yeah. into the snare trap. Is it an STF? It's a it slightly, is, but slightly different. Well, I think he's... And is, does an STF involve your leg? Yeah. Oh, you, right, okay. You um, you fold the the leg up and uh, grab a crossface at the same time. Um, yeah. So since this uh this match was made by Adam Cole, uh, he was sending you know Bobby Fish out to wear down Jungle Boy. So Bobby Fish wasn't even interested in actually winning the match. He was just there to beat the shit out of him. Um. So yeah, that's it. You don't need. Bobby Fish doesn't need to win win matches. He really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we get Adam Cole coming out. Uh, they they both attack Jungle uh, Boy together, um, and then we get Christian Cage coming out and Luchasaurus, which which make the save, and then Bobby Fish gets a, a kill switch for his troubles. Um, yep, good shit there. All yep. <laughs> we're, we're ready to go yeah, on that stuff. Hyping the shit out of that one. Yeah. Uh we've got Chad Gar Chad Cargill, not Garkill. <laughs> uh <laughs> easy for you to say. <laughs> taking on Santana Garrett. <laughs> um yeah, this is this was a wee bit longer than most uh Jade matches. Uh you're in there with uh, the very experienced Santana Garrett, um mm. who can Get off. The thing about this match really was that you'd read Velvet at ringside, and there was a bit yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. So a barney that, between them two. Yeah, that's that's their next uh, their next round in the TBS, TBS title or uh, the TBS tournament. Uh, Jade wins. Mm. Um, next one we have uh, Davari uh, Arya Davari, um, who was in WWE. Um, was one of the cruiserweights, I believe, that got released right. not last time, but the time before. Right. Um, would have been on that uh, that two hundred five live. Ah, right, right, right. They do. Um, yeah, so it goes up against uh, Dante Martin. To that, that's a good. It's a short match this one, but it's a good opponent <laughs> for like if you want to have some really fast paced and athletic. Um, uh, the two of them are doing some amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, is that guy actually signed? Do you know? Or is this Devari, like a, I don't a think so. Usually, if you're. Uh, you probably see him. Well, see, the thing was, he's from there. Like, uh, he was he was a hometown hero. Like, um, right, right. Like, uh, Dante. So I think that's why he was on Rampage. It was two hometown. Because you heard he got quite the cheer and all. Yeah. So uh, it was two hometown heroes. Yeah, because so I think that's this, why I made it. But on rampage, the, this rampage was in the the arena in Minnesota, wasn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and then our, our last match is Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy in a lumberjack match. Um. Yep. I. <laughs> Cassidy at the start said it the best. When Mark Henry's doing the way interviews, he basically says, right after this, we're done. I'm fed up with this. 
But... And I think he's just sort of challenging them what we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah. But Cassie basically says everyone's thinking. It's like, uh, really, are we still doing this? <laughs> right, this, right. I'm, I'm done. Um. Uh. So we we get some shenanigans where Matt Hardy offers a oddly specific amount of money to the lumberjacks to beat the shit out $23, of twenty three thousand dollars. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, to take out the best friends who were also lumberjacks. Uh, Fuego and Griff and Pullman Jr. Yeah. Uh, Everyone bit the lining out of them. So, Matt Hardy wins this match. Uh, There's not much to be said. It's a lumberjack match. But uh, Matt wins and then they... they, Lots of people get hit with brass knuckles. Um, Yep. And, and yeah, so Matt Hardy's victorious puts uh, uh, puts Cassie in the leech his submission move after the after the the match. Uh, so yeah, this ain't over. Oh well, we know this isn't over. Um, yeah, because of what was announced at a full gear. But you're in two minds because the thing that was announced at full gear that will keep this going is something that you actually want to see. Yeah, I I was sort of like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think that that's that whole angle has got a a little bit long in the tooth and it's sort of just spinning its wheels. It's not like the Hangman and Kenny stuff that's been over two years, but they've all been doing different things. It's like. Yeah, this is just them two bouncing off each other. Yeah, just keep having matches, like match after match. I can't even remember why this feud started. No, neither can I. There you go. <laughs> we, we were talking about this. We we don't know why this started anymore. It's just going on and on and on. Okay, but so full gear on the full gear then. Um, so starting with we we got the buy-in the pre-show. Um, we got Tony Schiavone with Dante Martin um, in his hometown. So he's with Leo Rush at the minute. Um, someone else offered him Rampage. It was uh, Starks and Team Taz. Yes, Team Taz offered him to to join Team Taz, and now they acclaimed are coming out. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I guess he's got Matt Seidel as well. Wants to be his mentor, and now they claim yep, so yep. He, he should join the acclaimed. Um, which ends up in a whole. Fucking uh, brawl, brawl. I, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a you know you're getting Dante Martin on the show tonight because he, he's not booked for a mm. match, but still good. Um, in our our first match or only match in the the buy-in, Akira Shida and Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hader and Nyla Rose. Um, we got. Serena Deeb at ringside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should mention very quickly before the, we get into the event that uh, this full gear fell on the anniversary of the late great Eddie Guerrero's passing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of references to Eddie. A lot of Even in this match. Uh, obviously, because Nyla is managed by Vicky. Yeah, Nyla attempted a frog splash. 
Yeah. I can't remember who took it, but I pitied them. She did the fog splash. Because it was actually half decent. Yeah, she she did a fog splash. She's a professional wrestler. She knows what she's doing. Um, Obviously, Nyla's a bit of a larger woman. uh, So when I know she obviously had to cushion herself a bit when she was landing. So it was just the landing that was, you could tell. But the actual in-air motion was actually really fucking good. Mm. This is a good warm-up match as well. Um, ah, got so the crowd goal. Sort, sort of quick. Right, definitely did. Um, and Sheeta gets the win, which yes. is the way it should be. Over uh, Nyla. Over Hater, I think, though. No, no, no. Oh, was it Nyla? Nyla. Um, she, uh, Nyla had her up for the beach bomb, and uh, ah, Sheeta yes. countered into a roll-up. Uh, so as we get into the show proper, then uh, our opening match: Darby Allen and MJF. Um, Jesus. Yeah, this was th- this was really good and really really technical. Yep. We like you saw a different different side of Darby here. Um, a lot of technical mm. stuff. Still, still a bit of like he was doing his, you know, crazy fucking yes, dive to the outside. He did a did a coffin drop to the outside. Um, yep. But yeah, lots of submission holds and and, um, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you get as well. Now I don't know if this is what they are gearing at. So, Darby's was thing. MJF has his pinnacle, which is kind of a throwback to the Four Horsemen, and he would be the flair of the Four Horsemen. So at one point, mm-hmm. uh, MJF is Darby in the Sharpshooter, also known as the Scorpion Deathlock. Yep. Um, and uh, Darby puts the figure four on MJF. <laughs> I kind of like that. That had to be on, on, oh, it was, on purpose. Oh, totally what they were hitting at. Yeah. Um... What else? Like we had that that tombstone pile driver that MJF did in Darby on on the apron looked great. Uh, MJF was selling the the knee at this point after the mm. after the the figure four um, selling it really well. To even on you know his every move he did looked like it was hurting his own knee. Um, at one point he done a backbreaker, and as soon as he landed the backbreaker, he just crumples and screams in pain and you're like oh you're yeah. so good at selling it's just so mm-hmm. good at remembering everything yeah yeah um we uh like i said we we get uh a coffin drop uh to the outside mjf maybe a wee bit too close to the ring um because uh, he's still well protected yeah uh we get wardlow and sean spears coming out um and then sting sting comes out with a baseball bat Wheels of Christ to the both of them. It's Wardlow, but like it's sting in a baseball bat, I guess. Um, yeah, should in the chair. Sh- shouldn't be beating up Wardlow. <laughs> no, definitely not. Leave him alone. Um, yeah, so uh, we get MJF taking. Uh, so he he gets the skateboard that Darby came in on, uh, takes it into the ring, but he doesn't hit Darby with it. He rolls it towards Darby, gets down on his knees and says, hit me, because <laughs> all he wants to do is win the match. He doesn't care how he does it. Um, Darby picks it up, hands it to the ref, who, who puts it uh, outside the ring. But while he's doing that, 
MJF hits him <laughs> with his uh, dynamite diamond ring. And then, as he said he would in the run-up, does a side headlock takeover and pins Darby. <laughs> uh, MJF <laughs> wins with a side headlock takeover, which is the most <laughs> basic-ass wrestling move you can do. Oh, uh, Shivani was losing his mind, so, hey? So Jim Ross was like, oh, we're never going to hear the end of this one. <laughs> Which, nope, you won't. Fantastic. Match. Oh, dear. Uh, so MJF has now pinned the three pillars. Just to uh, get used to like every single match, we're going to be saying fantastic match. Uh, we're just going to oh, be yeah, repeating yeah. ourselves over and over again because the other day pay-per-view was really fucking good. Um, so next up... Because we, we, I remember we thought to ourselves, how the fuck do you follow that? And this happened then. Yeah, they follow it. Uh, we got the World Tag Team titles being defended by the Lucha Bros. Uh, FTR are, uh, are challenging. Um, yeah, we, we, it, I lo- love the way this match starts out. I'm going to point it out while we were watching it. Is, so, as you would expect, uh, Penta and Phoenix come out all guns blazing. They're all over FTR have the speed advantage and they're just just um running rings around them running rings around them doing their lucha stuff at one point um i think it's is it cash that um yes he takes a roll to the outside knowing full well that uh uh, i think it was phoenix in in the ring Mm -hmm. he won't be able to resist he's gonna try (laughs) and do a dive to the outside but he like he does the dive Catches him. Um, does he catch him or hit him? Because uh, both he of them catches do. him. Yeah, uh, and slams him, and then as if on cue, Penta right after him comes at him, and he he gets Penta, and now he has them both down on the outside. They get Phoenix back in the ring, and now they're into the now it's FTR match. Now you're doing an FTR match, and we've shot they just the way they shut them down and. Like, say, all right, that's enough of that fucking lucha shit. Let's get to work. It's just so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it is a luchador's biggest weakness. If you're on the outside and they're in the ring, it, it's like this, oh, I have to do this. <laughs> I have to have to jump through the ropes. Yeah. Well, that's just really, really good storytelling. And that's... The, oh, uh, brilliant. Like, like that, that clash of styles, it, it works really well. Um, mm-hmm. We get... Uh, I, I didn't get the sort of finish of this <laughs> now we were all a bit confused so the, the the green masks come back that ftr used when they were uh the whatever the fuck. super frogs <laughs> yeah the super frogs um so it was cash put on a mask to pretend to be dax because dax was the legal mayan main mm-hmm. legal main um I, 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 but I, I don't know. He he gets yeah, the, the match still just finished. Yeah, he gets in the ring and then promptly gets pinned. Um, uh, even though it technically was, I'm guessing they're setting up where they're going to come out. He's like, ah, oh, you pin, you didn't pin the right person. I wasn't legal, uh, and you, and you uh, uh, but you can't <laughs> even beat us properly or something. It's a bit confusing at the time, and as like the the match is fucking fantastic, but um, yeah. The, the finish was a bit. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what? 
Why is he wearing that? Also, they all they have tattoos. Is the referee an idiot? <laughs> yes, is the answer to that. But what? it was Rick Knox. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. Right after that, we have our final of the men's world title eliminator tournament. Um, Brian Danielson versus Miro. Which is Miro a hard hitting match. Eh? Uh, Miro being the the stand in for the recovering John Moxley, who's in rehab. Um, but yeah, the this is you you were expecting this to be an I stiff match, and yeah, it was uh, it was stiff. Um, I do. I have to. Admit, I love the start of a Miro match where he does that thing. It has the sort of hands, sort of looming up sort of just lumbering towards you no, oh, yeah, he's just kind of smother it, you with his size it's kind of like a mu- muay thai stance aye the open hands up high uh, aye uh, and then he obviously starts the match gets a bit going very back and forward but there is a point then where Miro literally holds his arms up and goes kick me give it your best shot mm. <laughs> and Danielson, Danielson is wailing on him but he, the thing is, and I will give Miro his fucking props, he just stood there. He's like, right, my aye, turn. Aye. And then just <laughs> knocks. Look at him. Aye. It was... The, these shots looked fucking sore. Like, really, like, you saw Miro stand there, and he was he had to no-sell these kicks, uh, and he stand there. But you see, you see when it connects, his entire body just shaking mm. after each kick. And you can see, like... Yeah, he's he's not holding back here. He's going full fucking bore. I think like where Danielson was taking a bump for uh for Miro's kicks. It's mm. like that probably doesn't hurt as bad because you get to like you know that you get to take that the momentum off the kick and take it to the floor, whereas Miro just has to stand there and fucking deal with it. <laughs> and Play not a human follow tree. <laughs> Um, there was one kick though where I think uh, Miro's foot went round Danielson and it was just this was like a tree trunk kicking you in, in the kidney and it was like oh that aye. had to hurt and then he had a big red mark right above his kidney aye. and I was like shit I, was just, I, I think Miro had a big Miro's face was yeah, bruised aye, and everything I was going to say a big welt on the side of his head as well where we're, uh, um, the, from the forearm shots from Danielson aye. um it was similar to the he did a with the chops with Eddie, but he eventually sort of buckled over from Eddie's chops. Mm. Um, he, he's good at doing that. Um, you know, uh, I'm the the big man. You're gonna I'll sit here and take what the thing you do, but then he he does mm. eventually sell it as well. Um, so there was a few moments hey, where you get and it was really well done, where Danielson was hitting Miro and he was just smiling at him. And you're like, holy shit, what way is this match going to go? Is Miro like at a new level of anger here where he's actually happy? Yeah. <laughs> it was really well done. Um, we get some uh, nice counters from the, the Miro's game over into the bell lock. Mm. Um, and then Miro counters out of that. Um, and then 
Danielson gets Miro into the, the triangle sleeper again, but uh, Miro gouges the eyes. So uh, Brianson, Brianson, Danielson in this match, <laughs> is he's basically cycling through all the moves that he's won matches with so far, if you notice. And, and Miro yep. had an answer to, to them all. Um, so eventually we get... Um, Miro doing the or, or Miro has has Danielson in the corner, um, and he just gets fucked with uh, elbows and that, uh, and then a DDT, big big DDT off the top rope from Danielson, and the match kind of just ends there. Danielson gets him. Uh, what is he? He puts him in a submission move after the the DDT. Yeah, it it is attacking Miro's neck. This yeah. this submission. Yeah, uh, and but it's instantly away. called. Yeah, straight away, Aubrey's like, "Nope, he's out. He's done." Uh, it's we thought it, like it might have been an injury, but I think that's that's the story they were telling. Uh, it's like uh, yeah, they've been consistent with that way. Miro's necks dodgy and DDTs do him, and then this was Daniel Bryan doing a big ass DDT off the top rope and then putting him in a neck based submission straight away. Uh, the thing about that DDT as well, it probably wasn't as bad as it looked, but it looked ugly as fuck. It I, looked nasty. Yeah, I, it wasn't the most graceful. Um, <laughs> it but, looked brutal. But again, that that that's that match was hard hitting as fuck. Um, mm. Like uh, of the the three matches we've got so far, first one being um, with pretty pretty technical. Um, the second yep. one had a, a really good sort of storytelling with the yep. lucha versus the traditional tag wrestling, and then this one we just get a fucking digging match. <laughs> just, just two boys, meat slapper, the, meat slapper, just just real fucking stiff. So we're, we're getting a, a good a good variation on, on the match types, and we're about to get a really different one again. So it's the false count anywhere match. Um, oh my god. Christian Cage and Jurassic Express uh, versus uh, Adam Cole and the Bucks. Um, super click. Yeah, this 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 started pretty much in the ring uh, for a mm-hmm. good while, uh, but then it's when they got up on the the ramp where the the, ramp. that that was where the main sort of <laughs> that's where this match is where the meat and took potatoes off. were. I uh, um so many fucking spots. Jesus, I don't, I don't even know. So many moments where we were looking at each other going, oh, that's it. Oh, no, this is it now. Oh, this has to be it. Yeah. I just kept going. Just boys coming back from the dead. Um, <laughs> like, Jungle Boy looked really good in this. Uh, Luchasaurus oh, he looked, looked like, like a like superstar. A fucking monster catching boys by the throat all the time. Um, <laughs> we, we had numerous fucking spots off the off the ramp down onto the floor yep. below um what do we have like uh yeah luchasaurus doing the shooting star press on the everyone from the ramp <laughs> on, and that's a big ass shooting star press yep um we we had the, the point where the the bucks um and Adam Cole bring out a bag and they've got knee pads with thumbtacks on them and Luchasaurus takes the BTE trigger with the thumbtacked knee I pads. I thought that was it. Yeah. That, I, that, did, I was that convinced like, that was it. Looked like a, it, it might have been. Um, 
there's bumps taken. Oh, there's that point as well. Luchasaurus is just throwing everyone into that ladder they've got in the corner of the ring. Oh, that's right. I holy fuck. Like Cole tries a Panama Sunrise and Luchasaurus just <laughs> lifts him up and fucks him into the ladder. Um, fuck. <laughs> there was that this, this was a great example of the box doing a fucking crazy false count. You can tell a lot of these spots were their idea. It had the box written all over it. Yeah. Like, there were so many moments in this match where it was the the doing the last minute save, as you said, we thought it was over. Mm, like mm. the Luchasaurus triple BT trigger one. It was like, it was one, two, Jungle Boy out of nowhere. Um, uh, literally out of nowhere at one stage. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it just kept you on, on the edge of your seat. Um, I like the, the finish of this one as well is um, uh, Christian comes out with, with his two chairs, uh, sticks Adam Cole's head on one of the chairs. He's going to do a concerto, and Jungle Boy comes over. He's like, oh, no, let me. And he takes the <laughs> chair off. And Christian, fair play to him, just goes back, takes a, takes a wee seat behind him, just, just sits there, <laughs> and Jungle Boy wheels him with a fucking chair, and, and, and that's that's it over. Um yeah, I, I think it, like you have to give Christian his his props here. Like, yep. he he's done his job expertly. Like he he's elevated uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um, and now it's it's time for him to to kill Jungle Boy. <laughs> oh Jesus! It has to happen, doesn't it? It's Christian. Yeah, it does. It's you, can, you cannot uh, trust Christian. He's creepy little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to happen. Um, then we have our our last match to be announced: Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Andrade El Idolo and Malachi Black. Um, I will make a confession. Go. I thought this match was going to be a throwaway match. I thought this was a slap together to fill in a bit of time. No, I, I always thought the story with this match was going to be between Pac and Cody more than anything else. It kind of was which as it, well. Which it almost was. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of that one he had with Lee Johnson where Lee Johnson tagged himself in because he was fucking about too much. Um, mm. And that's kind of what happens here. We do get to see Pac and Malachi... Um, Go at it for a wee bit, which uh yeah, we need we need that match one on one, please. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Cody is being a Cody. He's getting he gets booed the fuck in this one as well. Um and uh, what is it that happens to him outside where he just disappears forever? It wasn't I it wasn't even that bad. I can't remember That's what thing, the it, was. I remember JR was like um Jesus, Cody's taking his time to get up here. Oh, he got black masked. Aye, that's that's what it was. Uh, black mass. Um, while he was standing on the apron, um, and yep. he, that Pack was him out him for. I <laughs> <laughs> was him out for a lot of this match. So you have Pack going yep. it alone. Um, to which he did well in that. He, he, this match made Pack look really good. Um, especially mm. since he fucking wins. <laughs> um yeah so 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 pack actually pretty much wins this 
himself because Cody gets taken out again after he's fucking about outside the ring. I don't know what he's. He get, yeah, he gets taken out by Pac. That's right. Pac goes for a dive and Andrade pushed Cody in front. Aye. Uh, so Pac hits him and that's the end of Cody then. And Pac's like, uh, well, okay, whatever. I'm waiting to win this match. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my um, amazing abs are a way to do this. Yeah. Um, so he had, uh, he gets kicked again in the face after that as well. And that's him. That, that's, that's the last you see you, Cody. Is like he, he just he gets, he fucking sells the shit out of that kick. Though. He jumps over the the barricade like, <laughs> and everybody. Yep. And it's like, okay. Um, and we get a, a black arrow from Pac on uh, Andrade in the ring, which, which finishes it off. So, like, I, uh, I definitely, definitely need Pac look good. Uh, Cody looked like a fool. <laughs> which, which 100% <laughs> convinced that's what they're going for. Yep. He, he's a pompous ass. That's what he's... <laughs> Like, Pac was just losing the plot with him. Uh, <laughs> you wanker. <laughs> no, uh, I think he was jawjacking with somebody. <laughs> he just gets black masked and Pac just like, you wanker. <laughs> and just start beating shit out of fucking black him. Uh, uh, next up, we have the Women's World Champion ship match uh the Britt baker comes out the, the fucking horrendous guitarist from fozzy he's like get the fuck out of here which he he just plays along there yep enters ah fozzy or shit um <laughs> but the match was grand it was actually a good technical match it was good uh, um ty has just I mean she got let go from WWE at that long time ago um and then since she came to Which AEW, I, I'm not gonna lie I am shocked at but no one knew at the time I don't think she's never given much of a chance but she's no just, no no but you know the way but you know the way Vince kind of likes his because that's not that's not lie with this Ty is a very attractive woman <clears throat> and I think that's sometimes all Vince sees yeah, but he 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 wants he wants them to be American as well and not speak with. Them oh, good point. She's Brazilian. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She she's come a long way since starting uh, mm-hmm. AEW. She's definitely one of the standout ones and definitely deserves this uh, this match. Her, as we've said before, her fucking shoulder throws are amazing. Yeah, when she brings in that. Uh, that judo stuff. Um, she's very good. Uh, her, her strikes, her kicks, especially, look very mm. brutal. Um, maybe they are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe they are. I have to admit, I was actually shocked. The thing that shocked me about this match, sorry, um, was um, normally you know Brett's the heel, ties the goodie. The body would usually dominate, but in this match, it was sort of. 75% Ty just yeah. beating the shit out of Brett. Well, it was Ty throwing it around. But that's the story that they were telling here. They were saying this is the, the what they were trying to get across was like Brett's pretty much the underdog here. Ty could literally mm. tear to shreds if she wanted. Um, because she's got the judo background, the jujitsu, the Muay Thai, um, and uh and then wrestling as, as as well, so it's it's going to be a challenge. Uh, Britt's going to take a fucking beating, which she did. Um, but you know, Britt's got 
two uh, big distractions right. <laughs> around the outside. bugger. Do come into play. We got a rebel and uh, Jamie Hader. Um, but uh, again, that that just serves to to help Ty out because you know she Aye. she probably like one on one. You would say yeah, Ty would have beat her handily. Um, but Brit's the that's the point of a heel champ. Brit's the the. Don't want to say she's a cowardly heel, but you know she's underhanded. No, heel. she's definitely not. Um, oh, right. underhand. That's a good way of putting it. Underhanded. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the and it doesn't end with the she didn't she didn't get put into the the lockjaw or anything like that. Uh, she managed to avoid that really well. Um, mm. and ends up with a with a quick sort of cradle roll up pin. Yep. Uh, when Tay Tay I think Tay was trying to put her finisher on her because she's going for a hammerlock and that's the. She does that before the no. She she DDT. she hit the both the she hit both the tie KO and the DD tie and Brit kicked out of them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the shocker. But I guess when she was she was going to do it again, and she got. Oh, I thought she was going for a submission. Sorry. Yeah, maybe she was. Who knows? Anyway, she got rolled up and pinned. Yep. Yeah, great match. It's another good match, especially from um, like outside uh you know, Sheeta and Deeb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Thunder Rosa, you haven't had that, like, you know, it's just good to have someone like Ty Conti involved in a in a women's match that's really high profile and and is actually a good match because uh, it's kind of been the same names. Um, ah, it I, has. I, she gets a, a chance at it. Um, right, so this next one, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Holy shit. It was a violent one. This. This lived up there too. I think this was the shortest match of the night too. Yeah, it wasn't a long one, but it was fucking violent. Shocked, packed um, full of madness. Not used to seeing CM Punk bleeding. Nope. <laughs> he he did a, he got a good cut in there too. Um, Before the bell even rang, fucking Eddie Kingston smacked him with his finisher. I. <laughs> And then starts laughing like a maniac. Uh, he, he hurricanes him straight away before the bell, laughs at him, <laughs> they ring the bell, and then Punk gets exploded. Um, <laughs> and just, uh, just they kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> is the, the they best really did this. Say. This looked like a match if two people genuinely didn't like each other. This was a match that they would put on. And what was great in this is... Um, and I, and I thought this was going to happen, and I'm pretty sure they knew this would happen as well, is mm. the crowd wasn't 100% behind Punk. He, he was getting booed nope. at points because it's just Eddie. And and Punk got to play into that, and we got mm. we, we just got a little bit of the heel Punk um, that mm. we know we all want and we know is going to happen. Um, I find it weird, though, it's like, uh, in the the media scrum afterwards, CM Punk was one of the people asking questions. And they're all like, "Oh, the crowd turned on you, did you?" Just expect it? And it's like, "Why? Why are you asking that?" Because like, he's a professional wrestler. He knows what he like. He knows this shit happens. It's not as if he's going to yeah. go. Oh, I can't believe the fans booed me. <laughs> he's not Cody. Oh, what was his answer? 
I can't even mind. It was, it was something. He's very much like, uh, ah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's like it happens, and then you you react to it. It's you yeah. Know. <laughs> um, yeah. He tends to to give very sort of. I know on, on them, they're, they're, he's always very chill answer, or he'd be like, mm. like why are you even asking that? It's like doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that that match lived up to its hype. Um, it was fantastic, and that's exactly what it needed to be. And it's um, the, like people will try and read into that as like, oh, Punk got booed, the, the honeymoon's over, no one likes him anymore. Um, they were all cheering him again at the end. So yeah, you know, I have a theory of why the people were booing. Because it's fucking Eddie Kingston. Well, it's not that. They didn't what? want the match to end. When well, Punk hit that GTS, they were all, no, the match is over. <laughs> Keep uh, going. Uh, Eddie Kingston, for me, was the baby face in that. 100%. 100%. Because no Punk's reputation. There's like a, a definitely a huge element of truth in the build-up to that. Where mm -hmm. him, you know, talking shit about him, about his weight and all. Um, and looking down on him back in... Back in those days, um, mm -hmm. and that that shit happened, uh, and they used it mm -hmm. to to get this really hot angle, and uh, yeah, he like Eddie was the face all day long in that one. Um, yep, but couldn't couldn't get the win, but um, absolutely amazing match. match. Punk's best match so far, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree 100%. Uh, next up, we had the Minneapolis Street Fight with the Inner Circle and American Top Team. I can't remember any anything about this. Right. Well, I, I remember three key moments. Uh, uh, there, there was the crazy spot with Sammy off the top of the gigantic ladder. Yes. The, that was very Jeff Hardy-esque from the... Uh, that was a crazy fucking ladder though technically the first TLC match he does the oh, yeah, yeah. On True. off the top yes um yeah we, we've got we've got hockey sticks uh fucking jet skis so all the the objects around the ring are stuff that was that were invented in Minneapolis mm. um which is the reason why Jericho produced a stapler instead of a staple gun, which just doesn't really <laughs> yeah. work the same. <laughs> but Lambert sold it <laughs> really did. well. He did. And go with the Lambert. Um, so for mo most of the time, he, he fucked about around the outside, got wee cheap shots in and Jericho and ran away like a wee, wee scaredy cat, which is great. Um, uh, fuck, we had a Jericho used a Prince logo as a weapon, which got a purple yep. rain chant. Yep. Um, the MVPs of this match were definitely Paige and Sky, though. Oh, yeah. They bumped their asses off because the other three couldn't. <laughs> Fucking Junior Dos Santos. Fuck me. Eh? Oh, he hasn't gotten he any better. He couldn't even get his timing. There's a part where Jericho goes to do his lion salt. And he stays on the rope, and you just hear him shout, Junior! Because he was supposed to <laughs> hit him while he was... He had to fuck about in the rope for ages, and it's like... I would say this is definitely the weakest match out of them all, just because yeah. of the... But but it's understandable why you're dealing with people who aren't wrestlers, and yeah, fair play to Paige and Sky. Uh, they they worked yeah. their asses off in this. 
I uh, think the weakness of the match though um, was okay because it made up for it in its silliness. It, yeah, it was very silly. And um, Jericho finished up with another uh, tribute to Eddie. Yes, he frog splashed. And and Dan Lambert took it. Um, and uh, yeah, that, Dan that, Lambert was punned. Yeah, that, that was that was the finish, the the frog splash, which was a nice wee nod to Eddie. Um, yeah. Well, who was the other guy that? There was obviously Junior Del Santo, and there was the other guy. Um, I can't remember his name. His punches were a lot better than Del yeah, Santo's. Because I think he was just punching boys. Andre Arlovsky. Yeah. Definitely with yeah, Hager. 100%. Definitely with Hager. He was just like fucking hitting him. <laughs> which, which probably Hager, Hager, Hager probably we'll just hit each other. Hager probably told him to do that. It's like don't want this to look like Aye. shit. Just fucking punch me, would you? I can take it. Aye. I'll punch you back. We'll be all right. Um. So next up, we have a quick segment where we get a new signing announced. Where they clean up the ring. Oh, uh, that's right. Jay Jay Lethal is now all elite. Um, so immediately, uh, people pointed out all the sexual assault allegations, which were never really resolved from a couple of years ago around him. Was it even a couple of years ago? I don't think. Well, I don't even remember. Wait, I don't it, think it I've was, ever even heard it was about a, this. It was around when the, the speaking out stuff, remember all the, the, the oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the English wrestlers and all. Um, he was, uh, he was sort of had allegations against him at the time as well. Uh, I don't know if there wasn't really anything conclusive. I think he denied them. There was a lot of people, um, so it's hard to keep track of everyone. Um, I would say that, obviously, this is... Tony Khan's no dozer. I mean... I would say there's been work done before stuff checked out. Yeah, because it was was pretty public. um, But I don't know. Like, at the same time... Uh, are they just were they just hoping maybe everyone forgot? Uh, but yeah, um, Jay, Le- Jay Lethal's gonna challenge Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Um, Sammy accepted the challenge. So for better or worse, Jay Lethal is is an AEW. Um, like he's Jay Lethal's a fantastic wrestler. No, mm. no getting beyond that um like we 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 don't know what happened beyond that it's usually um a case of you don't have smoke without fire but yeah Mm. we'll see we'll see what happens um and then that that leads us to our main event (sighs) kenny omega versus hangman adam page Hangman's entrance was fantastic. Yeah, a little sort of heavy coming through the streets of Minneapolis on the horse. Yes. I was just, I was showing you like on the billboards of him at the press conference and then losing to Jericho. And then there was this great wee couple of seconds where it was like a glass bridge between two buildings and the Dark Order were running between it going, oh my God, we're late. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they even managed to still have a wee bit of fun with the entrance. Yeah, Kenny's entrance gear was ridiculous. 
<laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Like the the half a cape. Obviously, it's like, yeah, one winged angel. Um, but yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, this 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 was good. It's a good match. This was a fantastic match. Um, but uh, sort of, it, it was that kind of slow slow start ramping up all the mm-hmm. way uh, to to the finish type of match that you would see. Um, a lot in New Japan, and that um, got a wee bit of interference from Don Callis, but didn't really go anywhere. No, no. I think the big moment that made me go holy shit, um, Kenny was going for the one winged angel. Mm-hmm. Hangman managed to wriggle out of it, and then Hangman one winged angel Kenny. Yep. <laughs> Kenny kicked out. And Kenny kicked out of his own finisher. <laughs> Brilliant, eh? Uh, it was great, great part there. We do get a, a ref bump. Um, that's <laughs> right. Oh, that's, he took that too. Because Paul Turner takes a buckshot laureate. Um, Omega pulls him in, in front of him. Um, and then that's where we get Don Kells getting in the ring with the, the title. Um, and then we get Aubrey coming running out um, when... Uh, when Paige has Omega pinned uh, for, for the two count. Um, bunch of E-triggers, obviously, as we're sort of starting to ramp up with uh, the crowd going fucking crazy. You know, you can sort of sense the end and everyone's so excited to, to see Hangman finally win this belt. Um, they, they just start fucking doing the exchange of forearms um, and then we get two, two buckshot laureates. Oh well, actually, first before before we get that, yes, we get I was the, about to say, yeah, we get the young bucks coming limping out, and everyone's like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Um, so the Nick goes to one side of the ring, Matt's in the other. Uh, Kenny's in the ring, and. Uh, with his back to Hangman, who's on the apron. Um, he does the first buckshot to the back of Kenny's head. Um, Kenny gets back up from him, and he goes out to the other one, and then it's just a, he's just looking at Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson just nods to him. He does the second buckshot. One, two, three. We got a new champ. That's very intriguing shit with the, uh, with mm. the, the young bucks there. Are they turning face? We don't know. Because um, everyone just fucking clears out after and gives him his moment. Um, well, the, the Dark Order obviously come out, give him a wee sort of clap, and he yeah. brings them into the <clears> ring. <throat> and the bit I thought was brilliant is uh, Reynolds had a beer for him, and he just knocks it out of his hand and just hugs him instead. And you're like, ah, he's off the booze. He's mm. fucking confident. Yeah. It's probably a good idea to drop that now with Moxie, you know? Yeah, probably that yeah. as well. Um, and that's a good way of doing it because he's confident he doesn't need to drink anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think as well as like as soon as he won, um, you saw him going over to Kenny, uh, said something to him. Yes, uh, but he done it the same way that he did it a year ago. Yeah, uh, someone that was brilliant. Someone at the the press scrum asked him, "What did you say to Kenny?" And he's like, "I'm not telling you that." <laughs> oh. Pretty cool. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, it was so this uh, Wednesday's dynamite's gonna be amazing. You can you can tell how much it meant to him. I I say well, it wasn't like a, a Taunton thing. There was probably genuine words exchanged there. Um, because oh. when he when he came out in the the scrum, he was like tearing up, talking about finally <laughs> winning the belt and all. He's, he, you see how much it means to him. Uh, just so fucking cool. Um, yeah. the, After uh, so long in the making, that match was so worth it. Perfect payoff, man. Uh, I mean, that's that's two years in the making. That's that's since day one. That's the when they announced it. Uh, he came mm-hmm. out and said he wanted to be the first. AEW champion uh and obviously failed in doing that um but that's that's what that's what kicked this all off mm. man that's how it all started hey and now we're sort of in the dark of what happens next yeah it's it's like we all have, we all knew the kenny hangman story uh, and now it's like, oh, what's it's, next? It's a real good sort of almost like a season finale there. Uh, I know it's like, yeah, it starts up at the the start of the year, but we're you know around halfway through November now. Um, so so yeah, it was uh, so it's the last pay per view we'll get this year. So it's a a good time to uh to do that. Although that being said, we have one more absolute banger match. We know is coming. Yeah, I forgot that they announced that. Um, so, Forbidden Door shit again. I assume this is what you're oh, talking oh, about. Oh, I forgot about it. Oh, okay, I forgot oh, no. about this. Sorry. What, what, <laughs> what were you talking about? Well, obviously, Danielson won his match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're we're going to have Hangman Danielson. And they're not going to wait for a pay-per-view to do that one. That'll be Winter is Coming again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, which is in December. December. Yeah, early December. That's um, yeah, that's that's gonna be that'll be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. But like, Hangman has to win that, right? Yeah. Um, and then because I think if you had Danielson take the belt off him, the I think the crowd would maybe turn on Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we've waited two years for this. You're not. You can't have this happen this quick. Yeah, I don't know if they turn on. But sorry, you were talking. Yeah, I I was. I was talking about the 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 next chapter in the ongoing Orange Cassidy (laughs) Matt Hardy saga. Uh, Orange Cassidy's bringing in some help from Chaos and Ichii, the Stone (laughs) Pitbull himself. Um, So hopefully he'll put an end to that. Butcher and Blade too. Aye, uh, so that That'll should be, be good. a good match, and I I hope Ishii gets his hands on Matt Hardy and puts an end to this properly. <laughs> yeah, just beats the shit out of him. Like you keep this shit up in chaos, I'll eat you. We'll bring in Okada just to murder you and make you look like you've never wrestled in your life before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, do you do you think we'll see Okada before he goes back home? <sighs> It would be incredible to have, like, maybe Kenny come out slabbering and fucking Okada walks out. I don't know when we'll see Kenny again. He might take some time off. He's... Well, actually, if anyone has earned a fucking holiday, it is that man. Yeah. Because you think it was nearly a year ago this whole Forbidden Door shit kicked off and he's been wrestling three different companies now, solid. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, 
that was another very successful pay-per-view. Um, mm. Looking forward to seeing what's happened next. Um, looking forward to, <laughs> well, am I? To try and battlefield? I don't know. <laughs> Stu, don't leave me alone. Yeah, I won't <laughs> leave you alone. I'll get it ordered today. But um, that's that's us for this week. Jeez, it only takes me a week to go back on my fucking promises, doesn't it? Ah well. I'll you, never play you again. You, you just uh, you don't know fucking investor speak. You thought they were like yeah, true, true. Buying into this thing that you don't agree with. So. Very quickly before we finish, there's a thing I want to say to our listeners. If you are a regular listener and you're probably wondering how in hell can I get in contact with you guys, I have finally got the Evil G Twitter up and running again. So oh. you can uh, go go on your Twitters and follow us at Evil G Studios MI. Yeah, I saw Give we, us a follow. I saw we got a wee message from, from a listener there. We did. Yeah. So thanks for that, Starzy. <laughs> Cheers, Starzy. Thanks for listening. And thanks everyone for There's li- a shout out <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening in. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we'll probably talk about how Battlefield actually plays. Yep, because we'll actually play. Until then, see you later. Bye.